cliffcentral.com Womantla on cliffcentral.com It's like 10 minutes past 10 and we're only eventually getting into this week's Womantla. I'm Pume Mashekho and I have now caught my breath and have been absolutely given life by that Busim Klonga track. But today is that one of those shows. I've got Sophia. Sophia, what's your surname, man? What's Sophia is one of those super empowered women that's refusing against even um, the Department of Home Affairs, trying so hard, so hard to change her to her new married name. Welcome, Sophia. Thank you. It's not super empowered. It's just practical. <laughs> I have a name already. I don't need a new one. I, l- I love my husband. I don't need a new one. Yeah. Sophia is also the managing director. Why she's so loath to let go of her surname is she's the managing director of the South African Youth Orchestra, which means that she's got a, a like a big profile around her Valtz surname. Totally. <laughs> 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 welcome, welcome, welcome. And Sophia has brought us an energetic and beautiful young man named Tulani Mashloko, who is super cool. He's a percussionist. Percussionist. What percussions do you play, Tulani? Yeah. yeah, that's a big question. Well, I mainly play timp, timpani, and drum kit. Yeah. But I'm also, I prefer singing because, you know, I'm a voice student. Mm. Yeah. And it's that time of the year, for me at least, when I've had enough. I've had enough of all the seriousness. I've had enough of all the work. I've had enough of all the running around and the Joburg traffic and the... Blah, blah, blah. And 2016 in particular, I have had enough of. Yes. <laughs> Goodbye, 2016. Yeah, because 2016 gave Yo. us Donald Trump on the one hand and it took away Muhammad Ali. Yes. So and 20... Leonard Cohen. And Leonard Cohen. And a few other people. Who Too are just, and Prince. Mm. And you know, so and 2016, Swisher. I've mm. had enough of 2016. Mm. So I'm extremely excited, um, to have you here because we've also had enough of 2016. So we're starting the party. So you're starting the party. And mm. I love the fact that you're start, you're starting the party by bringing together like the super awesome, super chilled and super cultured experience. Of classical orchestral music. I practiced that one. Classical orchestral <laughs> music. It's very beautiful. Yes. I practiced it last night. Well Sophia. done. Well done. And funky. Um, what's the other word? When I, when I looked up Bomb Shelter Beast and I thought, okay, this is different. Afro Balkan Scar Dub Hall, as in Scudable, is the best description. We can find for this band, Bomb Shelter Beast. Right. Um, it, it basically means, it means South African music, African music, a bit of Balkan beats, but then it's really more South African. I think it's really our new sound for South Africa. So it's so hard to call it anything. I know Miles Davis always used to say, like, don't call my music anything. It's, you know, it's music. And I feel, um, not like we're Miles Davis, like he's super cool and awesome. And I think we've got a ways to go, <laughs> but I think that what this is, is it's really, um, a little encapsulation of South Africa's beauty. You know, so I always feel when you go to a bomb shelter gig, like you've had a rough day and you go to a bomb shelter gig, suddenly I'm not even a dancer. I hate dancing, but I'm on that dance floor and I'm like going crazy and your heart is happy. Like it can't fit in your chest, you know, and you walk out of there and you go, wow, our country's great. 
Like, what is the problem? Like, why, why, why? And then, and then you realize, no, there's lots of issues we have to deal with, but it's that time when we can just be ourselves and be, and also be real. I think it's not glossing over any issues, you know? We talk about issues. There are guys that rap and sing and talk about things that are important, but mainly it's about really like feeling that beat. Mm. Yeah. And that's what's so exciting for me. But you've got to tell me why the fusion. Of the two So there's a lot of reasons um, The first reason is that I think when you talk about classical orchestral music You get an image in your head, right? And you see this guy maybe in a pelican suit and a tux <laughs> I don't even know what a and, pelican suit is A tux, a tux, sorry <laughs> You see this guy in a tux with, you know uh, uh, Like with his baton as a conductor yeah. Or like you see some really fancy person at the opera With those little glasses and a great ball gown Or you see like that pretty woman scene And everything's very pretentious and um, dare I say a little bit white um, you know <laughs> as uh, long as you know that the white chick in the room said it yeah no the white chick <laughs> did say that um, so so for me I sort of looked at that and I thought but that's not true that's not what an orchestra is an orchestra is really just a combination of instruments that can make a sound of anything so I mean I've worked with orchestras in Iraq and I've worked with an orchestra in France and I've worked with an orchestra in Singapore. They're everywhere. And why? Why are they everywhere? Because it is awesome. Um, you know, sorry, everything is awesome. Lego movie. Thank you. Credit. Um, but everything is awesome about it. It's just so much fun. It's such an amazing thing to see like 80 musicians playing together and being concentrated and creating this beautiful big sound. So for me, it was about saying, right, how do we make South African music? But use the tool of the orchestra. And by the way, while we're on this whole topic, the reason we wear black and white in an orchestra, and it was normally men um, in the past. Now women are kind of taking over, but it was always just men. Um, I'm not a man, though. I just said that, but I'm not a man. But uh, the thing is about that is it was a servant's uniform. It was like a chambermaid oh, because wow. these guys were employed in the court. So that is our history. Our history is service. Is 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 one of service. So that's why we have black and white as our traditional outfits, and it's nothing pretentious at all. It's just like that's what our bosses dressed us up in that. to parade us around. So when I asked the orchestra, like, what do you want to wear? Right, because this is important. Like, do we want to go on in our traditional outfits? Do we want to look like a choir where they put like the South African flag on your front and you've got like a Y, <laughs> not a Y front, but a Y on your front? <laughs> then, like, you know, like, what do you want? You know, and everybody's like, no, we want to wear tuxes, you know, mm. like that's what an orchestra does. That's how an orchestra is in the world. And, and we like that. So I know one of our, our, our musicians is a violinist, fantastically talented violinist, violinist, um, Bono Lokhaile. She said to me, I want to show people that it's not only Europeans and Americans that can make classical music, but that I can too as an African. Which, which I think is the perfect moment to ask Tulani you as a young person, because the other thing about classical music or orchestras that comes to mind is old people. Yeah, well, that is what I, what I actually had in mind before I got into the whole classical music scene. But I got there and it was just amazing. How did you get there? How did you get there? I have no idea, to be honest. Now, what happened is that from high school, I was just one of those kids who loved singing and stuff. Decided to apply at university because my friend was also auditioning. So I decided, you know what, let me go audition. I got rejected the first time. I didn't give up. For some odd reason, I don't know why. Woohoo! 
<laughs> it just kept on going. Auditioned the second time, they took me in. Like, yeah. But I was one of those, you know, special cases where like, okay, fam, you need to work. <laughs> if you don't work, you're going to die. So I actually worked quite a lot. And I got introduced to the Perk Symphony Orchestra but through Andre Ostazen. What had happened was uh, the day of auditions. I just decided to walk around everywhere to see what's going on in the university. I get to the symphony orchestra. I'm there, okay, they need percussionists. Now, I've, I'd then at the time been playing gym for 11 years. Figured percussion. Huh. I get there. They I know something me, about a drum. Yeah, you know, it's a drum, <laughs> percussion. Mm. They asked me, are you at the School of Music? Yeah, I'm there. Okay, cool. <laughs> Definitely come through. We'll teach you how to do this stuff. And since then, it's always been classical, especially orchestral work. I mean, I am really deep into this orchestral vibe. It's really, really awesome. Though it's not always as formal as you think it is. Because there's really, really amazing music out there. You know, you, people would play... Conventionally, your Beethovens, your Mozarts, and here we have a lot, quite a lot of music. You know, your Star Wars now, that, that is kick ass. That is really, really fun music. So, and we are getting like modern compositions which are really enjoyable, which old people in Texas would never ever play in their <laughs> lives. Speaking of um, music that old people in Texas would never play in their lives, Sophia sent me um, some. Music and I said to her, I'm gonna download it, but I'm not gonna play it to myself because I also want to have the experience at the same time as everybody else is having the experience. And when she got here this morning, and and when I looked at this, do you guys have a YouTube channel? Yeah, we have a YouTube. What's channel. What's your YouTube channel? It's the just search for SA National Youth Orchestra and you'll find us. South African National Youth Orchestra. It's the easiest way to say it. Just Google that. This this one, and when I saw this, because this is one of those songs that I really like because it's. Um, and Sophia, what did you say? It's a good blend between. It's a transition. So this a is a gentle nudging a for everybody term. to go from go from like classical, cool, chilled vibes. Everybody thinks that's what classical music is. Rubbish. It's like 400 years of every kind of music under the sun. <laughs> um, sometimes it's very hectic, you know. Um, but this this song is actually really. I think I know which one you're talking God about. God bless the child. Aha. Uh-huh. So so this is what happened. We had the most amazing 50th birthday celebration and um, there was an amazing Grammy award winning saxophonist called Magnus Lindgren who's who'd come he'd started his first job was in Herbie Hancock's band wow um, as an 18 year old like I don't know you know overachievers but anyway <laughs> and um, somebody's birthday was being celebrated in the orchestra and Babalwa Chula who was working in the National Youth Orchestra office like as an administrator uh, she just sang happy birthday, sort of Marilyn Monroe style. And Magnus said, listen, I'm writing music tonight. I'm, I'm doing the arrangements for you. What song do you want to sing tomorrow with the orchestra? And this is like, you know, 12 o'clock at night and the show is the next day. And so she, she just went, well, uh, you know, and so God bless the child. She sang with no rehearsal whatsoever she just got on that stage and gave her all and i yeah it gives me goosebumps thinking about it because it was a fantastic experience It's incredible, hey? 
absolutely incredible to watch and hear without any rehearsal, huh? Not without any rehearsal. She just walked on and she didn't have an outfit. She had nothing. We had to find black clothes for her to wear so she could sort of blend in. <laughs> ah, it was great. And, and she was actually a clarinetist in the orchestra before. Um, so she's a multi-talented woman. Yeah. Amazing. Oh, wow. And just looking at all the young people. So it's the National Youth Orchestra. Of course, everybody is young. Mm-hmm. But what are the criteria to get in? Sure. Who gets into sure. this thing? Who gets How in? do you get into this I decide. This no, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> like, I like it. I don't like it. No. Um, what happens is we do auditions across the country. And you have to be at a certain level in your music education. And to be able to get into that audition space. So there are music grades, like school grades. And um, the top one is eight. So we require a seven, which is quite high. So imagine this is about a metric level, you know, but in music kind of thing. Um, so it doesn't matter how young you are. Uh, actually, our youngest musician in the orchestra this year is Pendo Masote, and he's 12. So it doesn't, it's about your talent. But also, I never know, and I said this to our sponsors at the time, I said, you know, we have to do something in this country about redress and how we do things. And I don't believe that putting somebody in a position because of their skin color is an answer. I think we need to put people in positions because they're really good. Um, because I felt that it was really a strange thing that so many, um, so many Organizations in general, I think we're doing just, just putting black people in everywhere just to make it look good, you know? And I was like, that doesn't work. We have to actually be good, you know? How, how are we going to be good? And I said to them, we're doing an anonymous audition. Like it's going to be behind screen. We don't know who those people are. And then we're putting those people in the orchestra. And if I, if I land up with a white orchestra, I'm sorry, but I think we should try this. They're like, you're totally crazy. We'll withdraw your funding. I'm like, okay, well, that's fine. Let's try. And I remember, um, which is a bold move for a person who's it's completely st- funded by sponsors. Braver, bravery and stupidity, fine line, fine <laughs> line. But, um, and I walk that often, but, um, I think the thing that I wanted out of that was to just show them that everybody could be part of this, even though it was your classical symphony orchestra. Um, and I, all Ventrats, there's no other word for it, decided um, we'd take out the top three violinists and they would do an audition to lead the orchestra because that's sort of the the position um, that everybody sees and it's an important thing that we actually see what they look like. So they did their first anonymous audition and then I pulled out the top three names. And I remember it was Pietrus Kutsia, Lizanne Dippenaar and Samantha van Gijsen. And I remember thinking, hmm, okay. <laughs> this uh, is well, you know, badly for yeah, me. this is great. Um, and I remember a young black girl coming into the audition venue and saying, I'm here for my audition. I was like, sweetheart, you're in the wrong place. Just down the corridor to the left. Ugh, just give me your name because I need to find out where you're supposed to be, you know? And she's like, it's Samantha van Gijsen. Um, <laughs> so I didn't even realize that that was, you know, what had happened right there. And she didn't actually lead the orchestra that year. She was 14. Um, wow. but she has subsequently and she's a fantastic violinist and she's traveled, um, to be in a workshop, which is super rare with one of the top orchestras in the world in Amsterdam. She's been to England to play in the Commonwealth Youth Orchestra. She's just the most fantastic musician. So what that, what that alludes to? Mm. Allude, elude. See, allude. 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 It allude. is allude. That's right. You're right. <laughs> well done. Yeah. But but what that really um, raises, I think, for for a lot of us, and Tulani, I'd like to to hear what your view is on that. Is that 
the thing about orchestras and the thing about classical music is that because everyone sees it as this uber like juji la la type thing a lot of people don't actually ever go there they mm. really just don't mm. and like all music unless it's voice and you're singing you know it is very difficult to get into because instruments are expensive because and i know your one of your things safaya around getting music musical instruments for your artists as well mm. is instruments are expensive mm-hmm. violins cellos clarinets all of those kinds of things and it's very difficult when you're just or even a drum kit mr yeah, percussion actually, it's quite expensive <laughs> mm. it's quite. <laughs> so then does that exclude a lot of people who may have the talent they just simply don't have the money i think realistically it does but i also think we need to give credit to the people that start cuz that's the other thing is Starting early. It's a thing like a language. Music is a language. So you learn early, you learn best, you know, not to say that you can't start when you're later, but traditionally, if you start and you're, you know, in your teens, it's past your time, you know, you, you've, you've gone past the time when you can actually master an instrument. So it's much better to start earlier. And five, six, I mean, five is a bit early, maybe six, seven. I don't believe in saying your child is two now, they need to get a cello and, you know, so spend, tiger moms have got spent like right. 10 hours in a, in a practice room. Like, no, tiger moms, no, I, I don't agree with that, but I think you must have fun. But, but I think that also we have so many music projects in our country. I think people are unaware of these things. You know, we have youth orchestras. In the West Coast, we have an East London wind orchestra. Like, how do they do that in this place that, you know, to us isn't even a blip on the map. They make it work. So for me, I've been watching, you know, all of the the, the Field Band Foundation. What a fantastic organization. They work all over in rural and disadvantaged areas. And they don't only do music training, which is their, their, their strength, I think. They do music, dance, and then they also do life skills and HIV prevention and so I feel like those kind of organizations where they've thought about it and thought, actually, music is a skill. It's something that we can use to improve our lives. It's something that's important for um, for the development of our country and for not – I don't want everybody to agree. I don't want everybody to be the same, but I think they get that – if you play music together, I mean, this ages thing as well, I, we have no problem with old people. I think that's what's fantastic is no. And I say this, this quite seriously in an orchestra. Um, it doesn't matter what age you are either, because we had the alumni playing with us um, for a concert and over our 50 year history. So some of them are ancient with all due respect. Some of them are, are dinosaurs, you know, and. And they, because they were youth 50 they years were ago. The, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and how wonderful to watch that interaction. And just because we share music, we can share many more things, you know. And I don't think music is a universal language either. Um, I mean, it's pretty much, it's better than a lot of languages, but you know, sometimes I sort of listen to something very foreign and I don't understand it. And I think that's the other problem. But with music, if you listen to it, the more you listen to it, the more you hear it, the more you understand it. So I can listen to a track. I mean, I've been trying really hard to get into different music that I'm, you know, and it takes a while. I want to talk about that music is a universal language or not. Yeah. Uh, when we come back. But first, I do have to pay bills. Okay. And once I've paid the bills, I really want us to talk about the collaboration that you're doing with Bomb Shelter Beast and where people can come to listen. Cool. I am a South African. I carry the hopes and dreams of my country and the generations to come. I know that it's not where I come from. 
but where I'm going to that really matters. At Sibanye, we believe the future of our country will be defined by our actions today, which is why we are committed to the development of our leaders. Sibanye, we are one. Visit us on sibanyegold.co.za. Keeping it real on cliffcentral.com. Is that the is is that the thing? So pitch black afro. Pitch uh, black afro. <laughs> yes, sorry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Pitch Black Afro, Mapapusi, and the orchestra. No, and Bomb Shelter Beast. And Bomb Shelter Beast. No, well, so. So, So what am I. So, what's going on, right? Crazy. What is going on? Crazy. What is going on? No, no, let's just stop. Just just, just reverse a little bit. Let's just deal with Pitch Black Afro. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So, first thing, I meet this guy. He has. It's in the morning, and he's got a stocking over his hair because. Sukos. That's. I got it. But, you know, and I'm thinking, but like, is that thing real? That effort. Is that real? <laughs> or is it just that he puts it on so you makes you think it's real, you know? I haven't got the answer to this question because I don't go around pulling people's hair, but I um How about you just ask? No, see, this is a matter of pride. I can see this man like really um yeah. <laughs> so I'm not gonna risk my life. But but what I think is so amazing about it is Pitch Black Afro gets on that stage with this group of musicians. So it's Bomb Shelter Beast. What on earth is this? It's like two saxophones, two trombones, a banjo, a guitar, double bass, drums, vuvuzelas, trumpet. And then on top of all of that, they put pitch black afro or another person. I mean, they've had the idea with this band is that it's a band, but then on top of that can be anything. So we have this guy from Bitter Ender, Yaku van der Merwe. And he takes pitch black afro space, you know, the next gig. <laughs> and that's fantastic. I'm just like, what is, what, is, what happens? You know, the whole band changes. <laughs> um, so I think that's, that's what actually attracted me to the idea is like, if it can change in the front of it with the singer or the rapper or the storyteller or the singer, um, like Zoe Modicha also, yes, she's gorgeous, man. Her voice. Wow. Um, People like Dion Song, she actually does a lot of musicals and things like that, but she comes on and sings as well with the band. If they can do that, why can't we also just add to this, the, the background thing, you know? And that background thing, I don't know what it is, but it's great. And in this actual recording that we listened to, um, with Mapaputsu and with Pitch Black Afro, um, some of you will have heard a violin. And that's actually a National Youth Orchestra alumnus playing. Oh, on wow. that track. And then I also found that the um sousaphone player, a sousaphone actually looks like somebody's carrying around the toilet. It's like this big <laughs> white pipe like that comes out of the guy's head that's playing it. It's like <laughs> Oh yes. That one. Uh, it's a tuba, it's a marching tuba. Uh I feel like that that um that guy, I'm like, I know you, I know who is and then I was like, Oh yeah, he played with me in the National Youth Orchestra like fifty years ago, you know, those ancient <laughs> people. Um but yeah, so he's also an alum and playing in Bomb Shelter Beast. So there's this big connection with musicians. And I think Bomb Shelter Beast has musicians from like the folk side, from like the hip hop side, from the from like classical, from jazz, from everywhere. 
Um, so you've got this gig happening next week. So exciting. Tell Can me. I just talk about it forever? Because I'm so excited about it. <laughs> okay, so this is your moment. This is your big ad moment. The big talk ad about moment. the gig. Okay, so sorry, Cliff Central, this is not paying for your, for your <laughs> existence, but, um, thank you for having us. Um, so I would say if you want to go to something that makes you excited about being in this country, that makes you excited about being alive, that says goodbye 2016, that says I want to dance, that says I want to sit down and chill, then you come to these things. So there are three gigs. The first one is on this Sunday, the 11th of December, at the Walter Sisulu Botanical Garden. And what's great about it to that specific concert is never mind it's outside and, you and it's in nature. Great background. Exactly. Of life. Exactly. But Goliath and Goliath, amazing comedians, as well as Short Store, the very hip indie band have donated their services to play for this concert. So you've got those guys. And after that, you have Bomb Shelter and the National Youth Orchestra, which is like 83 musicians on stage. Wow. <laughs> and I think it's going to blow so you away. So everyone, the whole orchestra is exactly. there. Exactly. The whole orchestra is there and Bomb Shelter is there. So it's, it's a huge thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's big. I don't know how we're going to do it. We're going to do it. It's going to be great. Um, and it's exciting. And I don't know what it's going to sound like because we've just got this new music. So, um, it's going to be an adventure for all of us. And I, I really have never done anything this adventurous in my life. <laughs> so I would like you guys to come for that. Just come and see it. Just come and experience it. Just come and hear it. Just come and jive with us. It's 150 bucks if you buy beforehand. And that's either on CompuTicket or Plankton, but find Bomb Shelter Beast or there is a National Youth Orchestra on Facebook and or online anywhere, and you will find a link to these tickets. Um, and if you buy it on the day, I think it's 170 bucks. So buy it before because that saves money, and that's good because it's Christmas. Um, and what is the best thing about all of this, I think, for me, is that I look at so many musicians, the musicians you were talking about, um, that need instruments, that need lessons, that are so talented, so dedicated, want to do this. Um, you know, have wake up in the morning and can't be anything but a musician. And these concerts, the proceeds, we'll be able to say as the National Youth Orchestra, here's your new instrument. Here's your teacher. Here's your deposit for university. Here's, you know, so it's going to the bursary fund and that bursary fund does some amazing things. Um, and if we have the support of South Africans for this, we can be totally amazing. And so we'll give you a big stuff? gift in return. So what kind of stuff will you be playing? We're playing everything from Baroque. We're playing some Bach. Yeah, that's a dead white man. We're playing Bach. He's a genius though. Uh, and we're playing. It's the reason why, it's the reason why I talked to Sophia. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I, I knew there was some reason you talked to me. It's not the money. Uh, but yeah, so we're playing some Bach, which is really beautiful. And if you never heard Bach before, that'll totally open your, your brain to something completely different. Then we're playing some Buddha music. Yeah, there are going to be some black kids on stage playing Buddha music. So Laka. I think that's like So um, that's because we have a musician in our orchestra called Martin Stiploy, who was part of the Buddha music for Enigheng. And he said to me, can I write some Buddha music for the orchestra? And I was like, you know what? I don't think the orchestra's ever played Buddha music. And I think half of the kids have never played Buddha music. And this will be just such a cool thing. So we're playing a Buddha music track. Then we're doing um, some stuff with Bomb Shelter Beast, which is a collection of their amazing hit songs. And we're also doing what I'm most excited about, Brenda Fussy's Weekend Special. 
Wow. So I think it's a mix. And it's a lot of South African stuff. It's a lot of, yeah, stuff from everywhere. Oh, and then most exciting. Uh, almost forgot it. Almost forgot it. Um, one of our, uh, one of our beautiful, um, violinists is Shruti Tilak and she's from Durban and she plays the violin, but she also plays sitar. I and don't know what that is. Sitar is a, an Indian instrument. It's kind of like a lute. Mm. I can't make the sound it makes because it's got this amazing resonant sound, which I can't produce, but it's a very beautiful instrument and decorated instrument. They normally sit on the floor with their legs crossed and played. It. It's kind of like a lute, like a big thing, mm. a lot of strings. So she plays sitar and her brother plays tabla and he'll be in the national youth orchestra for the first time this year. And he's also going to play double bass. So they transition between Indian classical music and Western classical music. And her dad has written a piece for tabla, sitar, and orchestra. And so we're going to be performing some Indian music as well uh, that for the first time in our 52-year history. So that's super exciting. What better way to define, you know, the Rainbow Nation than that? Yeah. It's giving me goosebumps. Even as you're just talking about it, it's giving me such goosebumps because I'm thinking this is an experience for all South Africans to have. And I think especially because it's the end of 2016 and tomorrow, I just, I just saw a thing. Tomorrow we're celebrating 20 years of our constitution being adopted. Mm. Um, but also because of all of the stuff, you know, all the mm. shit that's mm. going on. Mm. I think it would be nice. It would be incredible to, to experience young people having this cross-cultural, multi-spectral experience is so exciting. Yeah. And 50 years in, to give this kind of, 52 now, 52 years later, to give this kind of breath into this old thing must be for you as a musician yourself quite exhilarating. I think I love giving breath to all things. So I love that we're playing Bach and I love that we played Mahler in the middle of the year. And I love that we get to play Indian music and Buddha music and that we get to do something. I hope you'll be able to play them some, um, one of our South African hymns as well. We do all sorts of things. And I think that's what we should be doing. We should be taking ownership. So never mind Rainbow Nation. Like your culture is your culture and I get that, but it's also my culture. So I'm going to respect it and I'm going to try and understand it. And, you know, and I think that's this generation has that opportunity. They can start learning each other's languages, understanding what nursery rhyme, nursery rhymes they have or what stories they told as children or what music they listen to. Cause I think I'm so angry. I'm so angry. That we don't have, because of Group Areas Act and a few other things, I'm sure, we don't have a common real place where we have mixed audiences. It's not a common thing. I mean, I can go to the market theater and have that experience sometimes, but I feel like if we have a music gig, it's going to be a black gig or a white gig um, or a colored gig or an Indian gig. <laughs> so now it can be an everything gig. And I'm not trying to force the Rainbow Nation down anybody's throat, but I am trying to say, come and see the wonder Come and be amazed. Come and just also look at these young people that play instruments. I mean, they, they boss at this stuff. I look at it and think, oh, wow, you know, if only they my children and they are for a week. And I'm very happy when they go home. I'm like, please go home. And two days later, I miss them like hell. 
Um, but I think it's that's an incredible experience. And Bombshells of Beast is made up of some of the top musicians in South Africa. So watching them perform, watching Zoe Modicha sing, Pule. I don't know if you know this comedian, so fantastic. His rapping is next level, different. They're just, they're, they're freaks too. So you can come and watch them for that. Just come and see how different people are and how they can jam together. So there your ad breaks over. Okay, sorry. That was the longest 30 second ad in history. No, but for real and, and on the, the, Depth of it. Mm. What does the National Youth Orchestra actually do? So what do you do when young people say they are part of this orchestra? This is, I know you sing, but you must say something too to let me say something. <laughs> so what do you do? What do you do? Um, so I'm part of the National Youth Orchestra. I'm interested and I'm intrigued. Do I come to the concert on Sunday and I want to be part of this thing? What does being part of this thing look like? Yeah, that's a bit difficult to explain, but... Well, you, you better try. With me, it's you never know what's going to happen because every time you get there, it's a completely new and different experience. We went, we did... Um, what do you call this thing again? In Poch. We did some really interesting music. We got there and the vibe was different to Marla. Oh, I came, I stopped by in Poch when they were rehearsing. Exactly. (laughs) And it was completely, it's completely always different. So with this as well, I really don't know what to expect, but you know, there are no old people playing this. (laughs) I don't know. I might start. I might start. Yeah. Are you going to start? I might. No. So, so I think what is also just to chip in, I think being an alum, like you join a, you join a group of people that have a common interest, like a love for music and, so these concerts are very different to our normal ones but i hope it'll be a good experience it's a good thing we're going to play at the sabc in a in the m1 studio which is the biggest studio in the country that can house a this real orchestra. orchestra so that's going to be a cool thing you're doing a live broadcast you're doing a all live these shows broadcast. yeah all these shows so give us broadcast details so i think um it'll be out um soon on our website but it's going to be early next week on safm but also it's going to be recorded so we'll have that but mainly i really want people to come to the shows so come and see it live so three opportunities, the Sunday, the 11th, Monday, the 12th at the SABC studio. So that's the intimate experience because there's only a few seats there. And then on Wednesday at the Linda Auditorium is our final Even gig. If, so I just want to say this about M1 because mm. for, for those of us who are in the industry, M1 is one of those mythical places. Mm-hmm. Even if it's just to, to be in the basement of the mm-hmm. SABC yeah, yeah. And, and feel the awesomeness mm. of what the SABC – because – the thing about M1 for me is it reminds me of how monolithic this big SREK used to be mm-hmm. and like how grand and how massive. And when you're walking into that studio and just the acoustics in the room are absolutely incredible. So even if it's just to experience a piece of the past clashing with youngsters. In, I hope in they don't break anything. I was like, don't touch that. <laughs> I'm actually looking forward to doing that. <laughs> yeah. And then Linda Auditorium. That's our unplugged experience. So, okay. and that's our party because that is the last show. So that is always such a fat jaw. And we don't expect anybody to sit down and, you know, cross their legs and put their hands on their laps and behave. This is, 
dance, 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 have fun, do whatever you like, shout, sing along, yeah, make a noise. So these three concerts mm. are actually the end of the last camp. Yes. No one can see me doing my parenthesis, but I am. Yeah. Right? So it's like a camp. That it's you an have. orchestra course, yeah. Orchestra course. So mm-hmm. you have a week-long orchestra course and how the youth orchestra works is you have this week-long orchestra course. Kids audition around the country and then they come together for the first time, meet seven. So the best of the best. It's our national team. They, they green and gold. They have green and gold colors. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, they meet a week ago. Mm-hmm. And get suddenly they music. produce amazing stuff in that short time. I know. And every day, the first day that we hear it, everybody goes, "We're never going to get this right, <laughs> ever." And on day three, we're already feeling a little more confident. And by the concert, it's done. So on day one, everybody gets new music. Mm-hmm. All the different sections of the mm-hmm. orchestra practice on their own in different rooms, exactly. in different places. Exactly, everywhere. it's loud. Yes, just to, to, because when I never ever quite understood. How it all comes together until I was at Potch. Mm-hmm. And actually saw that and why you need the big spaces because you need the strings on their own. You need the wind. You know, everybody mm. is on their own playing their own thing. And then on day five, everybody comes back together. Right. And so it happens like that you do it from smallest to biggest and it goes incrementally bigger. So it's first the flutes on their own, then flutes and oboes, then flutes, oboes, clarinets, bassoons, then the woodwinds, which are those instruments with the brass, like the trumpets and the tubers and things like that. And then they'll add the percussion and then they'll add the strings so that we can understand how everything gets put together. You know, it's, it is important because you need to know your own part first um, and know it well and know what you want to say. And then you can go and say it with other people and then hear what they want to say. Because the rehearsal actually isn't for the individual musician um, to learn their part. It's not for me to understand what I'm playing. It's for me to understand what the people around me are playing because we have to play together. Mm. Um, so it's an exercise. I think the most important thing, you know, you ask what, it, what happens when you come to the youth orchestra? And I think the lesson, like the main lesson is learning to listen. So we learn how to listen, how to hear the other side, how to really listen to ourselves, to the people around us. Um, and I think that's what you learn in this rehearsal period. It's not always exciting. You know, sometimes you're a little bit bored. Sometimes you're terrified because you don't know what's going to happen next. Sometimes you're confident, you got it right, so you learn how to listen. It's um, why music makes the world a better place. Actually. I think it is, yes. And um, yeah. <laughs> because you get to listen to other people, because you get to, to know yourself and find your own confidence, and, and in, the, in the orchestra, find your own truth. Mm. In between and be okay with everybody else's truth without overwhelming them. Sure. Um, but I mean, try to imagine a world without music. All right. Try to imagine one day can't. without music. Like there is no music. That will be the death of the world. We won't need World War Three. It just dies because there's no music. That is how important music is. Not just, you know, for fun, but just for living. Music is life. So without music, there, is possibly no life. So last track to play, just the youth orchestra on their own, Ibuili Africa, right? Yes. Um also on the channel, on your YouTube channel.
see, this is the thing about for me orchestras and classical music. Is it like it's so emotional? It's so somber. It's not always. <laughs> it's so emotional. It's so somber, but also so incredibly soothing and beautiful. And I think one of the things that, geez, without a doubt, when when I think about classical music and why I was so excited to do this show is to to actually have a moment to breathe in and out and still the noise and the craziness and the mayhem of the year that's been. So that, I think, coupled with the craziness and mayhem of what you're putting together is possibly one of the best ways to end this year off. So before we say goodbye... I, I don't even know that ticket place that you said people can buy tickets from. So how do people get tickets? There's a concert on Sunday. There's a concert on Monday at the SABC. And there's a concert on Wednesday at the Linda Auditorium. Yes. So how do people Ten purchase points. tickets? Best thing is to go to our website, which okay. is wubbly, wubbly, wubbly dot. Sanyo, like the electronics company, but it's for South African National Youth Orchestra. <laughs> S-A-N-Y-O. <laughs> dot org dot Z-A. Sanyo dot org dot Z-A. That has all the information. Click on events. You'll find the events. Click on how to be involved. If you want to donate to the bursary fund, if you want to come and bring your kid to a rehearsal to show them what a tuba looks like, if you want to be involved in any way, come and see the shows first if you want and then decide to be involved. Whatever, just come. Come to these shows. They're and because be it's the National Youth Orchestra, it actually belongs to all of us. I like it the does. fact that the, you get colors, green and gold. Mm-hmm. How? All these years. So I know, I, I know, know, I know. We didn't know. I know. I couldn't get them when I was in the orchestra, so I, I want like back pay. To watch the talent, the talent, the talent of incredible young South Africans on stage playing with each other, listening to each other and creating a a new heritage, a new heritage for the country that we have is incredibly awesome. Thank you, Sophia. Thank you for your dedication and hard work. Thank and you, what Pumi. Was that what What's did you say? Sophia, we the So thank you for coming through, but thank you for your passion and thank you for your incredible, incredible, incredible joy and for sharing it with us good luck thank you i won't be there on sunday but i think i'll be there on monday it would be wonderful i think i'll be there on monday you can also come during the week if you want we'll give you a special pass (laughs) (laughs) this is and we have been keeping it real on cliffcentral.com here on womanla next interview you're so popular bye Womantla on cliffcentral.com cliffcentral.com